Welcome back, everyone. I'm glad to be with you again. It's Ashley here. I'm a producer of the show. And today I'm bringing another special producer pick. If you haven't heard one of these before, that means I've gone back through our catalog and I found an episode that's worth another listen. So whether you missed it the first time or you're just here to soak in the goodness again, today we'll be listening back to Shannon Morgan. She's an RF engineering senior manager at Ball Aerospace. Now Shannon had one of my favorite tips of the season when she said, make sure that you know what you're bringing to the table. And no, she doesn't mean holiday treats, though, you know, this time of year, I've definitely got some I could be snacking on. Maybe you do too, so sit back, Grab a drink or that treat and find out all about Ball Aerospace and some of Shannon's best job search tips, too. Enjoy the show and happy holidays. Hello, everyone. It is Kathleen, and I am ready to chat with my buddy, Rachel. Hello, Kathleen. Hello, world. Hello! We're just so excited to be here in podcast world. So joining us today is Shannon Morgan, RF Engineering Senior Manager with Ball Aerospace. Thanks for being with us, Shannon. Thanks for having me. So Rachel, kick it off. Yes, we love to know a little bit about a story and we love to hear about your story, Shannon. So if you can tell us kind of how your career path went and how you ended up at Ball Aerospace. I have been working with Ball for somewhere near 20 years at this point, but I did not start with Ball. So um, I was working with one of the large uh, defense contractors, and we were partnered with Ball on a number of different projects. And the first time I got to come out to Colorado and visit Ball's facility, I left telling the whole group of engineers that I was with, I'm going to work there one day. Uh, It was such a neat facility, and they do such amazing things that I just knew I wanted to be part of it at some point. Um, This was in like 2007, 2008. So fast forward to 2016, uh, I'm at a test event, again, working very closely with Ball, and uh, made a comment to one of my fellow engineers. I said, you know, if I ever leave, that's where I'm going to go. And a Ball employee overheard me say that and uh, approached me, you know, not too long in the future and said, hey, were you serious? Do you really want to come work with us? And I said, yeah, I really think I do. And six weeks later, I was in Colorado and hired into Ball as a senior RF engineer, Um, went through and was a program manager for a little while. And now I lead the RF solutions organization. That's always fun when you have sort of that backstory of you just really love an employer before you get a chance to work with them. So I, I always love hearing that. So we're here trying to share with our job seekers sort of the hiring process and the recruiting process. So tell us a little bit more about how you have a relationship with the overall hiring process at Ball and what are your current responsibilities sort of helping job seekers find the right opportunities at Ball? Yeah, so I am a functional manager and I am responsible for working with our business unit to understand their upcoming technical needs and determine if we're able to staff that internally or if we need to hire additional engineers to support the amount of work we have. Or, you know, sometimes we look at bringing in a new skill set that Ball doesn't currently have. So um, I work very closely with talent acquisition to develop our recs and get them posted. Uh, I participate in pretty much all of the RF engineering interviews that we do, um, and I'm pretty close to the process all the way through as are most functional managers at Ball Aerospace. You heard it here first, folks. They are involved in the hiring process. So we want to understand a little bit more 
about the hiring process and maybe a little bit more about Ball. So tell us how Ball Aerospace really fits in within the cleared community and then what is it that Ball does exactly? Yeah, so we're both a spacecraft and a payload developer. Um, We have a really unique understanding of instrument integration, and we have a lot of experience delivering end-to-end systems. So we support the intelligence and the defense communities, as well as all of the branches of the armed forces. That's great, because I know a lot of people know the name, but we don't quite get the behind the scenes. So really, thank you so much, Shannon, for sharing that with us. So what are the types of positions that you hire for? We hire for a very wide range of positions. So pretty much any engineering discipline uh, you could think of, we probably employ at Ball Aerospace. But we also, you know, hire finance specialists, program managers, contracts specialists, you know, planners. So it's it's really just a wide range of folks. Um, we also have a big manufacturing floor. So we hire a lot of manufacturing skill sets that include technicians and other manufacturing functions. So there's a lot to do at Ball. So I know you're calling in from Colorado, but where are most of the positions located? And, you know, maybe we'll get to it later, but you want to talk a little bit about hybrid or remote positions as well? So we are primarily located in Colorado. We do have other sites in New Mexico and D.C., and we have folks that are placed at customer facilities, but we mostly operate out of Westminster, Broomfield, and Boulder, Colorado. We don't have a hybrid schedule. Um, We do have a ton of flexibility, though. And I think in general, Ball really values that face-to-face interaction. So being in the office is really important to us, but they also understand the need for a good work-life balance. So we have other things that are not remote work that still allow us that flexibility. And all beautiful parts of Colorado. Been there, done that, and wouldn't mind wearing the t-shirt again. So love it. (laughs) It sounds like you are hiring kind of the full spectrum of different positions. But when you think of those cleared positions in particular that you're hiring for, are there any that just make you want to pull your hair out and are just so challenging to get filled? And when you do get them filled, you might give a good old yeehaw. (laughs) Yeah, I think, um, you know, everything we do is very specialized and it can't be done without contributions from all of the functions that I listed earlier and all of the ones that I didn't list, right? But I'd say that our senior RF engineering positions are probably the most challenging to staff. I think there's several different types of RF specialties that we staff and a lot of what we do is learned on the job. So, Hiring RF engineers right out of school uh, is a great opportunity for us because we can train them in our system and on our products and really help them develop as as engineers. But when we need to find that senior talent that is uh, coming in ready to hit the ground running, we're really looking for folks who are already in the industry just looking to make a change. So those folks are a little bit harder to come by. So I'd say, yeah, that's, that's the toughest one right now. Well, hopefully we can help you out here on the podcast. So in the cleared community, employers are always looking for talent that has already has a security clearance in hand. But on our pre-call, you made a statement that I think is worth repeating, which is you would not turn away any candidate simply because we needed to take a little bit of time to get the clearance figured out. Now, typically we don't hear that from employers. You want to tell us a little bit more about that? 
Yeah, I get that. It can be a really time-consuming process. And oftentimes, if you're hiring, it's because you have a need right now. But I'll say that, you know, we have a highly rated intern program in terms of conversion to full-time hire. And obviously, those folks are typically coming to us without a clearance. But bringing in junior talent is really important. So you need to make space to allow for that. And that means find things for them to do ahead of getting the clearance. And Ball is very unique in that we actually do have a lot of unclassified projects or a lot of unclassified elements to some of our projects where we're able to give folks really meaningful work that starts to get them integrated into the programs while we wait on that clearance. So we're fortunate that we don't necessarily have to pass up a good qualified candidate just because they don't have the clearance yet. Everyone has to start somewhere in the defense industry, right? And there's a lot of commercial opportunities for engineers where they're gaining really valuable experience that we can bring into ball and really utilize. So you'll see that most of our recs actually are listed as um, needing the ability to obtain a clearance. um, And very few of them actually require the clearance before an employee starts. Out of the box recruiting. I like it. (laughs) That is for sure. But I want to go back to something you said earlier, especially looking for that senior talent and knowing the challenge there, you know, it's kind of having to entice them away from where they might currently be. So what are some of the strategies or what are some of the ways that you're competing for that top talent and getting them over to ball so they can be overheard by hiring managers saying, that's where I want to work. Our location definitely helps. Colorado is a really great place to be. And it's really popular right now. A lot of people want to come here. So I came from out of state and am really loving it. But also, Bald does a great job with compensation and taking care of employees from a benefits perspective. Uh, we're offered flex time and bank time, holiday and sick, and our total compensation really is extremely competitive. And in return for what Ball offers, as a total compensation package, Ball's getting employees who are bringing their best selves to work, right? Their full and authentic selves to work. And our staff is what enables us to really go beyond in supporting our warfighter. And Ball really invests heavily in their employees and making sure that they're rewarded and recognized for their contributions. Some really interesting things came up in our pre-call, and I'm just so thrilled. Our, our team was so excited to talk with you, all the great things you had to share. So in looking for candidates, you aren't afraid to try new and different things, and that has led to some professional diversity. Can you explain a little bit more to our listeners what you have been able to do with that? Yeah, so I think professional diversity is something that is really important. And I like seeing candidates who have taken the opportunity to really diversify themselves and use that information to help guide their career journey and try new things, right? And I feel like those candidates are the ones that aren't afraid to try new and unfamiliar things. And that directly relates to what we do at Ball. We're constantly pushing the boundaries of what is possible with our technology, and it requires a lot of -of out-of-the-box thinking and pulling in ideas that might seem far-fetched or unrealistic, right? So the willingness to step away from what's comfortable or what's expected or what is known is a great quality to have when working for Ball. Those candidates really help push us forward and and move the needle in terms of our innovation. So you were talking about having to form something really quickly and really help a customer figure something out. And that might challenge some folks who are used to sort of the tried and true, we're going to follow the squares and the pegs and things like that. 
I know everyone knows what I'm talking about. So anyway, (laughs) please explain for our audience sort of that environment that is challenging. Is it going to be challenging to everyone? And what is good about that challenge? It's definitely going to be challenging to some. We work in a very fast-paced environment that sees a lot of change. Uh, Ball's constantly adapting to the needs of our customers and our workforce. So when we see significant growth, as we have over the past several years, it sort of forces us to change the way we do certain things. And while we still pride ourselves on our rapid prototyping and our ability uh, to field products quickly, right, and the speed in which we can do that for our customers. We have seen the defense industry change a lot regarding contract awards and execution timelines. So we just constantly have to remain flexible and ready to adapt where our customers need us to. But that's definitely hard for some individuals. Um, Operating in a fast-paced environment means uncertainty and change is scary and It's okay that that's not for everyone, but certainly a large part of what we do at Ball. So those are the types of of individuals that we're looking for, those who can be comfortable in in that gray space sometimes. Gray looks great on walls too. It's a good color. (laughs) I definitely recommend gray. Pink is also great, but gray (laughs) is uh, definitely wonderful as well. And, And something that you've really leaned into this whole conversation is the willingness to Think about potential, right? Meeting Mm -hmm. someone where they're at and developing them into what they can be. So something that a little birdie told me that y'all participate in is SkillBridge um, and would love to hear a little bit more about how you're utilizing SkillBridge there at Ball. I don't personally have any experience with SkillBridge yet, but a number of managers in my organization do. And it's a great way for us to find talent, but also get folks slowly integrated and used to the way we do business because it's not exactly common. Uh, And I'll definitely say when I came to Ball, it was very eye-opening. As excited as I was to be there, it's definitely a different way of operating. So SkillBridge has been an awesome program that allows us access to folks who are familiar with the defense industry and ready to step into new roles um, to help soften that transition a little bit, I think. Uh, But beyond SkillBridge, we actually hire a number of veterans into a number of our different positions. Uh, We have veterans who are program managers and RF technicians and engineers. So we're definitely a veteran-focused company for sure. How awesome. So we always ask our guests, because from their perspective, they have a different view on sort of job search and recruiting and what happens. So what advice would you pass on to our listeners who are cleared professionals in their job search? The advice I have right now that I'm giving out comes from a personal experience where recently Um, When I was interviewing for my current role, actually, I had someone ask me the question based on something on my resume. They said, are you arrogant or are you just confident? And, you know, my answer to the panel at the time was, how do you know what I bring to the table unless I tell you? And so my advice to individuals is make sure that you know your worth. Make sure you know what you're bringing to the table and don't be afraid to tell a potential employer about it. This interview process is for you to get to know us, but for us to get to know you. And in a situation where we probably have a number of different candidates, don't be afraid to tell us why you're the top candidate. And there is definitely a fine line between confidence and arrogance. So, you know, I might suggest practicing it with a mentor or someone you're comfortable doing a mock interview with, but it's really, really important to advocate for yourself because no one's going to do it as well as you can. Well said. 
Definitely well said. And speaking of cool and interesting things, going back to story time, I don't know, maybe I just have a thing for stories, but would love to hear about a really recent, cool or interesting hiring experience that you recently have had. Yeah. So I think recently I had the opportunity to kind of look at my entire organization from a leadership perspective and say, how can we do this a little better? And better ended up looking like adding several new RF engineering managers to the organization uh, to make sure that we were allowing for meaningful connection between engineers and their leaders. And so we uh, posted recs and went through the hiring process. And we ultimately ended up hiring seven internal candidates. So we had seven amazingly qualified RF engineers who now have the opportunity to step into a part-time leadership role. So These uh, leadership positions offer the engineers an opportunity to still support program work directly as engineers, but also support me part-time as functional managers. And leadership development is something that's really important to me. I'm incredibly passionate about it. So having the opportunity to hire from within is, I think, the coolest way to do it and develop the talent that we already have. Make sure that we're making that investment in the folks that are already here. That sounds amazing. So how may our listeners get in touch with you? Ball.com slash aerospace is a great way to uh, learn more about what we do and what we build and who we do it for. Uh, You can also find me and, and Ball on LinkedIn. Awesome. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you so much for letting me talk about what we do. And we appreciate you, Shannon. This has been an absolute pleasure to learn a little bit more about Ball. And thank you for sharing your stories about how you came to Ball and what you've been able to contribute there. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. So, Ball Aerospace and the Rocky Mountains, Colorado, just a really great place. I just loved Shannon's energy about promoting internally, and we don't hear about that a lot. I really thought that that was great. Rachel, what did you like about Shannon's conversation today? There was so much to like, but I think what I really appreciated most about um, what Shannon had to share was just the enthusiasm for meeting candidates where they're at. Not always looking for we need this very specific, but hey, we could we could grow that. We can plant that in our little garden here at Ball, and that can be somebody that really could do amazing things here in the future. So looking for that current state and knowing what that will eventually turn into, I thought was really, really, really cool. And I also just really appreciated how excited she was about the organization that she herself was willing to continue to follow them and say, hey, that's where I want to be. And that's always somebody exciting that has the integrity behind what they're saying and what they want to do and why you should join their organization. So I learned an awful lot from Shannon. Hopefully you did as well. And we really appreciated you spending some time with us. Make sure you get out there and follow little follow the leader action is always good. If you haven't already, make sure you follow and we'll see you next time. And if you're looking for more information on job search, any of our events and our employers, be sure to follow our LinkedIn company page or sign up for our newsletter. Take care. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.